Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast. This is your host, Rathpeakin Rambler, a.k.a. Kean Dalton. How are you doing? How are we all doing, guys? Happy Monday. We're almost in September. The August has flown, hasn't it? The fucking year has flown, to be honest, since March. It seemed like January, February, March, with everything that was going on, just seemed to go on forever. And then as soon as you fall into a routine and, and get used to things, kind of slightly anyways, things just start flying by again. Seems like the summer has gone by in fucking flesh, whatever summer we got. Um, I hope people got to go on at least a little bit of a holiday or even take some time off from work because that's important too. I think if you're working from home, it's uh, easy to kind of fall into just working the whole time and like, sure, I'm not going anywhere, but you know... You need your days off too to kind of keep the mental health in tip-top shape. I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody for reading and sharing the um, the uh, blog I wrote on chronic illness and mental health there on Friday. That was um, that was really nice. Thanks for thanks for liking. Thanks for letting me know that you liked it. Um, hopefully, don't know if I can say this, but hopefully to see it in the Echo in Cork in the next few uh, weeks. So keep an eye out for that. Um, also, just want to say thanks to everyone for listening to the podcast. We're almost at 800 streams. So if you can just like it, share it, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone, um, that'd be absolutely fantastic. I just would love to get to 800 for some reason. I think every every time you pass, it's like reading a book. If you get to 100 pages, like, I have done something. I've done something monumental. So... Yeah, let's get let let's try and get me to eight hundred uh, streams there this week. That'd be ideal. So thanks very much. Um, other than that, let's get into it, guys. Apologies if this is coming out a bit late on your Monday. Um, just kind of getting back into work and stuff. Um, hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Um, getting back to playing a bit more gay myself. Uh, gay myself. So enjoying that. Getting back eating healthier as well. It's easy to fall into an old rut of eating shite. I love eating shite but guys this week because the show had such it was the first show I watched in a long time that I was like properly hooked into you know when you're watching like Netflix Amazon Prime anything whatever it is if it's a series if it's like a fictional dramatic series it's very easy to fall into scrolling on your phone and stuff and I have said I, I have deleted Twitter and Facebook off my phone I still have it on like my desktop and you know, if I, if I want to go on, I just go on Google or whatever and type it in like a fucking pleb. But I just, I found myself, like my screen time was way up and I've got it really down low the last uh, week. So I'm going to try and keep it going until I'm barely on the phone all bar texting and stuff um, whenever I need it. Because it's, you know, it's fucking plays havoc with your sleeping pattern, everything. And it's all mental health too. Like I'm I'm... I'm never going to stop harping on about it, because, but it's just such an important topic, especially nowadays, like, you know, and especially with the advent of smartphones and stuff. If you're staying up all night on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever until two or three in the morning having shite sleep before work, like, you're going to feel like shit no matter what. But anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, on this podcast, on this um, series, The Projection Room, this is about the movies, watch the show. It's the first show in a while that I have watched, um that is just has hooked me in for the whole 10 episodes um 
So this week we're going to be talking about the Eco Challenge Fiji on Amazon Prime. But first, a little word from our sponsor, Rusty Gray. I done seen all of these movies, I done read reviews, but all these other critics leave me less amused. I still need opinions, I'm just messing, dude, but it's gotta come from the projection room, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Liam. Shout out to all the Daltons over in America. Um, so this week, as I said, we're going to be talking about um, the Eco Challenge, Fiji. Um, so... This this show is actually fantastic. It'll hook you in. It's ten episodes at forty eight minutes. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, check it out. It's a Bear Grylls show. Now the Eco Challenge is its own thing. It's not a Bear Grylls creation. It's been going on for years. Um, the last one to take place in Fiji was in two thousand and two, and some of the same teams actually took place, took part in the two thousand two Eco Race Challenge. And we're taking place in the one, um, I think it was last year. So, um, it's, to break down, so basically the eco race is 66 teams started out and they had to travel 671 kilometers from one point of an island in Fiji to the other point of the main island. And it involved a kind of so many different disciplines of you know adventure racing so there was um kayaking um stand up paddle boarding there was swimming um hiking climb mountain climbing um mountain biking it was just unbelievable the physical strength and the mental strength of these people are fucking unbelievable like uh, but it it they're so positive too that it's it's positive thinking the whole way through that gets them through, and the people that bowed out or or quit were so positive as well. You know they were disappointed and then they turn around they're like, but look, I took part in the greatest race in the world. So basically, first episode you come in and there's 66 teams made up from all around the world. Now the reason I found out about the show was I was reading the Irish Times um a couple of weeks ago, and. There was an article in it about the eco race because an Irish team actually took part in it, um, and they didn't make it through because the guy who did who they wrote the article about, Jason Black, I think his name was a Donegal man, who's uh, a phenomenal athlete from what I read on the article. He um, had a like a cut on his leg, gaping wound, and it got infected, and he had to be brought. He wasn't right for six months after it, so the team had to drop out. So basically. All these teams are ta- are trying to get to the next the, the final point over eleven days, and there's different checkpoints and different camps that you have to get to by a certain time, and if you don't get to like the camp one by day three, you're out. If you don't get to t- camp two by day five, you're out. If you don't get to camp three by day seven, you're out. If you don't get to camp four by day nine, and then the last one is day eleven, you know, at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, and you know, a lot of teams dropped out, like uh, twenty two teams dropped out or something. Um, there were some old age, there was some, you know, from illness that they, they, they caught along the way of, of the race. Absolutely crazy scenes. Um, I'll go through the, some of the, some of my favorite teams are the teams that we were mainly shown later. Uh, but absolutely crazy stuff. Like it was, 
it was it was it was just a fantastic show and it's something that will keep you hooked um you kind of you end up watching like two or three episodes a night over like three or four nights and you're just emotionally drained after watch especially the first few episodes but anyways so one second now so starts off um 671 kilometers over 11 days it absolutely crazy so like the first this is this is just a taste i'm not going to go through absolutely everything because i don't want to if people want to watch it i don't want to ruin everything and ruin any surprises but you know it's, it's different with a kind of a documentary show so it starts off with a paddling section um four people in a kayak like and they're they're paddling um they're trying to race like you know it is a race at the end of the day um paddling section of about 65 kilometers to an island a small island then once they get off the island it's a 20 kilometer uh, loop a hiking loop around the island and back down to the same point that they came in and then it's another 40 kilometers of a of a paddle back to another island then they have to go through oh and on that 40 kilometer back they have to stop at a, a point in the in the middle of the ocean um hook their boat up to like a life buoy and then one of the members of the team has to dive down and collect a medallion so along each between each camp there's a medallion you have to collect to move on to the next stage so i should have gone through the team so there's four members on a team and there's one team assistant crew to meet them at each uh, each point to kind of help them with their cleaning their stuff and make sure they're fed and ready for the next point so once they get the medallion they go on and they're paddling again another you know 20 kilometers or whatever then they get to a section of rivers and they have to paddle through the rivers they have to uh, get to a certain like kind of tributary go off that tributary and or off that off that other kind of connecting stream and river and if they pick the wrong one they add like 12 hours onto their journey then they get up and then there's a mountain biking section and then you're down into your first camp so that's about it was about 120 about 150 kilometers people had three days to do that right and the way i'm kind of describing it now because i'm going through it fast if you're listening you know you might be like hmm that's you know jesus if they're adventure races but literally like 66 teams set off together and they go hell for leather depending on the experience level of the teams there were some teams that you could tell mightn't have been as experienced and try to go really hard at the start i'll go through them in a minute now because it was crazy what happened but and then really petered out and ended up dropping out because of illness or exhaustion or something or sunstroke um so there's three more camps after that and that includes like wading through uh, rock pools trying to get up and like slipping a lot of people slipped and hit their heads and hit their jaws and everything it was absolutely crazy um there's a lot of mountain biking but what happened was it a storm happened so People were mountain biking, and the first few teams, the elite teams, got through the mountain biking okay, but the teams that were back further got caught in the storms, and the storms turned the roads into clay, basically, the dirt roads, and that's what the people of Fiji used to build their houses, is when it rains, they get that wet kind of clay and use it to build their houses, and a lot of people had to wade through that, like, carry their mountain bikes over that, ah, I'm fucking mad, like, like the mental fortitude the a lot of these people had to even get as far as they did um was outrageous and i think there was maybe one or two teams that dropped out in there that had to drop out in kind of 
the first couple of days because they just weren't prepared for it at all. But anyway, so there's three more, and then there's a you have to um, there's rock climbing up a mountain, then there's kind of zip lining down um, the other side of the waterfall. There's a uh, swimming in freezing temperatures, more mountain biking, um, hiking. There is um, what else is there? Oh, there was there was a hiking over the highlands of Fiji. It's it looked unreal, but I can guarantee you that. It would break any man, like anybody. It would break. It's just, I couldn't get over it. Couldn't get over it. Um, like there was the illnesses and the injuries these people faced were crazy. There was people who fell and hurt their legs, but they just wouldn't give up because they didn't want to um, let their team members down. So apparently it was $5,000 entry into the um into the competition and a hundred thousand dollars um prize for the winner i'll go through the the teams and the elite teams and kind of some problems with the show i had but um so if you came down with an illness or an injury your team members made sure or you wanted to make sure that it was serious enough that you had to give up like think about it now you're in fiji you're in somewhere you've never been you don't know where you are and you twist your ankle. You're on day seven, four days left, and you're at you're just before camp three. You're about to come into camp three, and you're twisting your ankle. There's about two hundred and fifty kilometers left of your journey, and your twisted ankle will leave your team members down. Like that will cause you and your team to drop out of the competition. And who knows when the next one in Fiji will be. Because people want to conquer the land that they're that they're being dropped in. You know, they want to conquer that race. Um, now, for some teams, it was just about completing the challenge. You know, there were elite teams who wanted to win, who took part in eco-challenges all over the world and adventure races all over the world. And there were teams that wanted to place in the top five, to place in the top ten. And then there were other teams who knew they were good but just wanted to complete it. Or teams from, like, places all around. Like, there was a team, um, Mad Mayors from Australia. Um, I think your man was a bit of a social media star or something. And he just wanted to document the race. And him and his team made it in, like, um, 38th place out of the 44 that finished. And they were just delighted. They were like, that is unbelievable. I've completed that, you know. Um, the absolute high they get from completing it is unreal. There was a team from America who just wanted to call Team Curl. That they were, they're probably stoners. Like, you know, they're typical surfer stoners. Like, And they just wanted to take part. That's all they wanted to do. And they had to drop out for, for uh, um, an injury that happened to one of their lead members at the very end of the race they were so close and they had to drop out because he was uh, mountain biking down a steep hill and fell off and cracked his head on the side of the road and it was crazy like um but that's the thing there were two two different types of racers there were people who were racing and people who were just taking part and that's something that I had to wrap my head around like you know because I was like Jesus if you were just there would you not just try and take part you know just try and try and complete it but don't overexert yourself 
because some of the lead teams were in, you know, they're in fantastic shape, but they were drained at the end of it. And even halfway through it, I was like, how are these people still going? But I mean, look, that's their livelihood and their life. Like they are just trying to get through and, you know, just complete these races and win these races, you know. But anyways, so I'm going to go through some of the teams. Now, um, the only thing with this show is if you're expecting to see the Irish team, you won't see a lot of the teams. Like, I think the Brazilian team came fifth and they weren't mentioned at all. Maybe we saw them once. Uh, the French team came sixth and I think we saw them once at all, once and that was it. They focused on kind of some teams that um, they focused on the winning team and they focused on um, kind of teams coming in and around, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th that had chances. They focused a lot on the American teams, obviously, because it's probably an American um, company that was doing the production, which was fine. But it was a lot of the same stories like they focused on. Um, I'll go through the teams first and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who they focused on. Anyway, so the first team they talk about is um, Team New Zealand. Now, Team New Zealand are I'm not going to tell you who won. The um, unless I did it already and I just can't remember, <laughs> that is very likely to happen. But they talk about Team New Zealand a lot, um, because Team New Zealand have won so many, and their captain, Team Captain Nathan, is an absolute beast. Like it's hilarious. He's he's running through. He's running everywhere. He barely walks, and as they go through the different villages where they kind of collect medallions or stop off for um, you know, supplies. Like the locals are trying to take pictures with him and stuff, and he's as he's taking the picture, he's like constantly moving forward he's never stopped and he never goes backwards he's constantly moving forward um and he actually won i think when he was 30 when the last one in fiji was held he actually won that one as well with with uh won that one maybe as well who knows <laughs> not saying they won this one but they're in contention and they're in the t in the race for the for the title all the way through and like what's nearly what is not nearly what is more impressive than Nathan, who's just an absolute beast, and the other guys in the team, is the only woman on the team, Sophie, who has an eight-month-old child at home. She has kids. She has other smaller kids, uh, one other smaller child, one other small child, and then the eight-month-old kid at home. She gave birth eight months before this race took place, and she just smashed it out of the park. Like there were times when you were looking at her when they were going through, like, swimming through freezing waters or something, and you were just like, oh, my God. She, how is she doing this? And she just came out on top. Like, she was crazy. Um, She's an absolute legend, absolute animal. But that team, New Zealand, they're so nice as well. They just seem like a nice bunch of people, but animals. I don't know how they went through the course so fast. Um, as well as Team New Zealand, you have Team Australia who are right behind one of the. T There's not just one Australian team. I think these these guys were called Team Gippsland Adventures or something, and they were. There was a husband and wife racing on that team together, and um, two other people, and they were right behind up until the very end. You know, they were trying to catch New Zealand all the way. They were very fixated on catching New Zealand and beating New Zealand. Now, there were two New Zealand teams who were very similar, but they were just trying to catch Team New Zealand um, with Nathan and Sophie on it because they were the, they're the top, top team in the world like of adventure racing. 
but the team Australia, um, the Gippsland Adventures, um, was there as well. There, thereabouts. Um, team Bend Racing had a very, very interesting story. Um, so the first, the first, uh, the start of the, the the race starts, and they're they're off, and they're um, they they're paddling sixty five or sixty five or eighty five. I can't exactly remember up to the island, and New Zealand. Team New Zealand with Nathan actually capsized straight away and had to push their boat over. Loads of boats capsized because people were so crammed in together. It's like that fucking game. I started playing it there, um, Free Fall. It's like that game you're trying to jump. It's on the PlayStation 4 if anybody knows it. It's so fucking frustrating, but it's just, it's class. Like, there's about 40 of you running to get on the same thing to get to the next level. And it's just carnage. Like, that's what happened at the very start. And it's it's mad because Team New Zealand actually end up being, you know, one of the best teams. Like, But Team Bend Racing from the US um, actually just raced over the blocks. And they were so far ahead of everyone else. Because obviously New Zealand capsized. Team Bend Racing just went straight. And they're in the belting sun as well. Like, you know, it's it was crazy. They're going so fast, and like there's a camera going alongside, and like, hey, how are you guys doing? And they're completely penned, but they're like, we think of ourselves as a, a really top team, and we want to prove that in this eco challenge. So they get to the island, and as soon as they step off the boat, they step off the kayak onto the island. The lead guy who was like powering through at the back, like you know, really steering them on and everything, was Mark. He basically collapses from sunstroke. And his team have to like carry him, lead him along like a fucking donkey, um, all around the island till they get back, and then they have to do the next kind of paddling. And he's still fucked, so they're still paddling for him. When they get to camp one, he's kind of half coming around again. Now they fell all the way back to fifty ninth place out of sixty six teams. They fell all the way back from first place all the way back to fifty ninth, and in the end, they finished in a really really strong position. And it was it was great to watch, but it was also kind of like you know, not satisfying because he had sunstroke. Obviously, I'm not happy that, but also like respect the island and the competition, you know, and respect respect your competition as well, like the other teams because New Zealand comes behind, teams Gippsland Gippsland um, Adventure Racing from Australia came behind, and powered through. Then when they overtook, they saw that this team had really overexerted themselves straight away. And it was really eye-opening as to the extremities of the race. Because when you're watching someone powering, rowing and stuff, um, you know, and you're sitting there, you might be fucking having a cup of tea and, you know, eating a few biscuits. Like, the enormity of the task they're facing doesn't really kind of, it doesn't show itself in full. And then when you see a guy almost collapse from heat stroke. You're like, holy fucking shit. That is apps And there was other instances that throughout um, with other teams I'm about to talk about now. So that was... Uh, <coughs> Jesus Christ, excuse me. And um, that was Team Bend Racing. So then we had um, Team Costa Rica. And they were like a really upbeat, kind of fun group who just saw like the positives and everything. It was kind of almost disarming. You're like, you've just vaulted over a fucking mountain. Do you know <laughs> You can you can be upset and then there is an outpouring of like emotion then. But one of their team members, Veronica, um, she actually drowned in 
a previous adventure race drowned and actually like was dead and was resuscitated so she almost died and then she was really scared before like the white uh white ra- water rafting um portion of the race and she overcomes that fear but it is harrowing stuff like you know um another interesting team was the team kokuri warriors the indian team so they were um it was a twins two sisters from india they were the first ever indian eco race team and the two sisters had like you know you know they had climbed everest and kilimanjaro and done loads of mountains and you know um like proper mountain climbing but they had never like swam properly before they had never cycled bikes they had only gotten bikes like the week before the the race actually went ahead their team member from america actually got them in from so that was crazy um they were a really good like team to follow um there was team summit from spain who came in the top 10 um and their leader emma is just the most inspirational woman ever like she was she's a professional firefighter as well as being an adventure racer and winning loads of eco challenges before and stuff like she was insane but even her mental health and strength was tested towards the end like there was the swimming through freezing waters and it was actually her uh, teammate i think his name was sergio he actually got got hypothermia he, he nearly died like there's a scene of him like shivering and shaking and there's people like trying to rip the clothes off him and put him in a warm blanket instead of the wet clothes and he his arms can't move it's fucking crazy like they, these people nearly died and then they actually continued on the race so that's checkpoint 22 out of like checkpoint 30 there's still um there's still two camps to go and they continued on the race um there was a brazilian team who actually dropped out in 2002 because one of their team members got ill from a river virus and then they came back again this year but they also to pull out after the um swimming through freezing waters it was kind of sad to see they were all very upset but it just goes to show the different stories behind every team it's not just 66 teams of people who are just focused on fitness and adventure racing it's people doing this to kind of show that they can do something amazing in this world um there was loads of um american teams that they followed like there was loads there was the, the evil Ables was a family who were racing the team georgia adventure racing there was an 18 year old racing with them um you know they followed them a lot they followed but the two main ones they followed well not the main ones but there was one main one they followed was team endure so mark macy was a legendary adventure racer who had done adventure races all over the world with his team the stray dogs who were racing also in this but through the 80s and 90s he had been a massive and 2000s i suppose a very you know talented adventure racer and he had been diagnosed with alzheimer's the year before this even and he had already signed up and so mark macy and his son signed up with two others and did the race now they had to pull out at one stage but their story is really really sad and really kind of good to good to follow and his son his son was just brilliant with him you know he was just helping him along now mark's back was giving out towards the end as well but it was just an absolutely brilliant story to to follow and then his team the stray dogs were all races all over the age of 60 you know they had to pull out as well but they kept going and they only had to be pulled out because one of their members drank 
bottled water from one of the villages that was actually not treated properly and was sick. So like it just goes to show the different stories these people have and the drive they all have, like, you know, even just to finish it. Like I was tired watching the feckin' show, like it was fucking crazy. But um, you know, it would make you want to kind of take on your own adventure race. And I've been looking into Quest and Clarny next year with uh, Katie, so we'll see how that goes. But it definitely goes to show the power of positive thinking. I know I go on about that a lot, but really, like, every story that was told in the show over the 10 episodes, whether it was a sad story about a child who died, or a sad story about a partner who was gone, or a sad story about your own relationship with your mental health, it was always followed by a positive phrase or a positive like but hey we keep going like the team kakuri warriors there was one point where in the actual kind of let's say live footage they're like oh my god how am i going to keep going through this and then it shows them talking afterwards like yeah i did feel like that but i knew that i had to keep going for myself my team my sister and you know the race i had to give this respect um inspirational stories all around so guys check that out on um amazon prime it's there it's uh 10 episodes long bear grills presents it there's some cringe moments with bear where the people are trying to do their race and he's running up alongside him saying like you're so close and it's like bear there's another hundred kilometers to go like you know camp down um but it is a cool show and it'd make you want to get fit and get active and just get out there so highly recommend watching that um, so that's it for me this week. That is Eco Challenge Fiji on Amazon Prime. Um, wherever you get your TV shows, I don't recommend watching it legally, but if that's what you do, go for it. Why not find it somewhere? So that's um, Eco Challenge Fiji by with Bear Grylls and just absolutely fantastic. If you can, if you get a chance to read that article on the Irish Times with the Irish team, read it as well and read up about Jason Black. Um, so that's it for me guys alright so I hope you have a fantastic week and um, check back in with me Friday um, I'll be doing a second breakfast podcast on the lockdown um, and I've just found out that Kildare is out of lockdown so happy days happy fucking days so thanks very much guys hope you have a fantastic week let me know what you think of the podcast and uh, please as I always say just like share subscribe let people know leave a comment, you know, share it around, follow me on Spotify and rate it on Apple, please. So here's Rusty Gray bringing us out. Have a fantastic week. Love you all. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah. This is not something for the green CeeLo. This is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Or take you lit talks about life That's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast Huh, this man is restless He got just what you seeking Scrambler, he is the wrath peaking rambler